Hey, peace, peace. Welcome to the uh, Carter Show, and uh, I am your host, uh, Carter. And today I got a uh, got a, a guest with me uh, from the the Think Tank um, podcast. Um, I have uh, Randy. How, how you doing, Randy? Man, I'm doing great, man. I'm blessed, man. Can't complain. Got you, got you, got you. Thank uh, you for having me. No problem, man. Yeah, thank, thanks for agreeing and coming on as well, man. <laughs> got you. Um, so Randy, <clears throat> so this, this, I do a, a, a episode, at least try to do it once a week, man, or at least bi-weekly, <clears throat> where I just bring somebody in and I just kind of talk about, you know, their experiences during, during the, uh, the pandemic. And, um, you know, just kind of like what this, the, the podcast is all about. It's just about, uh, self-improvement and also helping people to cope, uh, during this, uh, during this challenging time uh, one that I've never seen in you know my lifetime um, so with that being said Randy um, so what so how, how have you been coping uh, during this pandemic man man you know uh, truthfully I, I like to think of myself as like an introvert but um, I've really learned that I, I miss folks <laughs> I miss being around people yeah. Uh, um, so maybe I'm like a little bit of both um, and, and you know I, I have a, a three year old daughter and a seven year old son Okay. and so you know it's been you know challenging trying to you know balance my work life and also um, you know make sure that I'm staying on top of this whole virtual learning situation and it's like man I don't have any work life balance <laughs> gotcha. uh, but you know it hasn't it hasn't all been um bad you know i've also used this time to kind of you know reflect on me and where i want to get to and uh so when i found out that i was gonna start doing teleworking um man i just started pumping out resumes pumping out resumes and ended up getting a new job during the pandemic and okay um, you know, praise God for that. And then I also, um, you know, went to uh, a few doctor's appointments to, you know, kind of check on some things that I've been putting on the back burners. Okay. You know, sometimes we kind of get in our, our rut or we get in our cycles and, you know, we don't slow down to, you know, start taking care of ourselves. And, and so the last thing I did was, well, no, not the last thing, but another thing that I did as far as like taking care of myself was I started in um, enrolling in, you know, personal counseling sessions. Yeah. And um, that has been like very um, insightful, you know, to say the least, like in uh, just learning about, you know, it, it's almost like a GPS system. It kind of helps you, you know, track who where you are <laughs> you know and like and uh so uh, that that has been um very helpful and uh something else pretty cool you know i started my llc for my clothing line so okay <laughs> uh, yeah man oh and also um man i was doing a lot of gardening uh, okay you know that's like something i'm like really passionate about gardening so um yeah man i i just you know trying to 
make the most of that situation. So, so all in all, you know, my family was was healthy in 2020. You know, all in all, um, you know, 2020 was like a a, a blush year. Um, I, I I can't really complain, man. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I'm at the catch up with you, man. Um, right off air about starting a LLC because I'm interested in starting one myself. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I want to start one. <laughs> I want to start one as soon as possible, man. So I'm definitely interested in hearing more about that. Okay. Um, yeah, man, that's 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 great, man. Um, <clears throat> because the only reason why I asked, um, I had my um, supervisor share with me a study. Um, that was completed, I think, like the latter part of um, like December, and it, and it said that um, one out of six people since the pandemic has um, have sought out um, mental health treatment. Um, you know, some 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 form of some type of like therapy um, to help them, um, you know, cope. <laughs> you know, during this this pandemic. So I knew it was something that again that we all, because they say it's global pandemic, so I know something that we all are facing, and some are doing better with it than others you know what i mean well um that that <laughs> me i'd be that one in a six man <laughs> yeah <laughs> gotcha gotcha yeah so, no i definitely sought out you know somebody to, to talk to and uh, to share my thoughts with um, doing this process <laughs> you know it definitely was a uh and you know definitely an, an adjustment <laughs> uh to definitely um to definitely say the least i like like what you said man how you know sometimes we can when, when we was I guess the normal when everything was open and it, it was everything was like fast paced. Um, we could use a lot of our distractions, you know what I mean? Yeah. If that's going to the gym, if that's going to the mall, you know, whatever that might be. Um, you know, go whatever. It could be going to the bar, it could be whatever. Um, that we kind of lost those distractions. And what happened is it forced us to deal with a lot of stuff that we might not have dealt with um, if we still had our distractions, you know what I mean? And um, even like with like relationships, it could be like um, even like like you said, like with your health, uh, it could even be about in terms of like your your career, uh, you know, being in a sense being on lockdown and being restricted. It had a lot of people having to deal with <clears throat> um, you know a lot of stuff that they, they necessarily didn't deal with um, you know before, but they never would have dealt with if they still had those distractions. So. Yeah, man, it definitely was a, a transition. Um, so listen, man. So I, I listened to to your, uh, you know, to your podcast, and um, there's a lot of stuff that happened in, in 2020. Uh, you know, we we went through uh, <laughs> the, the election. Uh, that was uh, that was a show in itself. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, Donald Trump became the the face of uh, racism. Uh, and it was, you know, <laughs> it was, it was get him out, and it almost seemed like if you know, we get him out, then racism is over. Um, and then we saw some more, um, you know, killings, um, from, from the police, um, via, you know, uh, yeah, um, via, uh, virtually we saw this stuff, and there was a lot that was going on, man. And, um, how did you, how did you cope, or, uh, how did you, I guess, manage, um, everything that you saw on TV about, you know, again, about uh, 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 racism and um, shootings that occurred by the hands of uh, the police, um, uh, of people that look like you, you know what I mean? Like, how, how did that yeah. how, how did that affect yeah. you, if at all? 
Well, you know, um, I, I guess in modern time, you know, my, my best point of reference would be like Trayvon Martin. Okay. Um, I think, you know, uh, that, like around like 12 or something like that. But, but um, you know, I remember at that time, you know, all eyes were on Florida. They were wondering how, you know, that, that thing was going to play out. And at that time, you know, it was like a shock to all of us. Well, not a shock to all of us, but a shock to a lot of us. You know what I'm saying? With with how it played out when it, it seemed pretty clear, you know, with all the evidence, how the actual scene played out. Uh, but, you know, one thing we don't have, you know, uh, with with all of these, you know, cases, you know, we, we don't have a, you know, a, a, a prosecuting witness that's alive. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, you got, you know, one story being told. And, um, you know, even in that sense, I can say that, you know, that's probably, like, you know, uh, something that's, you know, traumatic with a lot of, you know, disenfranchised individuals. Mm. You know, like... A lot of us don't feel like our story's being told. We don't feel like we're being represented. We don't feel like we're being defended. And, you know, I remember, you know, I hate to put his name out there, but Benjamin Crump, you know, like he was like representing on that case and he's representing on all these cases, like a whole bunch of these cases since. And I'm like, bro, he keeps on losing. How he keep getting these cases, man? Like, but hey, yeah, they think it's something, you know, they right, I'm like, like he, he's been picked out for this stuff, right? Right, yeah. right. This man making a living off these kids, yeah. man. He go get, losing all of them. He go get you some money, though. Yeah, you gotta settle. Yeah, gotta... but you know, like, um, I, you know, so it's, it's not something new, like I said, that was like that was almost a decade ago, and now we're like, oh, here we go again. You know, we, we know the drill, you know, he's going to get some paid administrative leave. He might, you know, have to get off, you know, you know, maybe he'll get fired, but he'll get by, he'll get hired by another police department, you know, like, uh, you know, he may get arrested. We used to get excited when they get arrested, but now we're like, okay, it's, it's an arrest. Oh, there's an indictment. Okay. Well, I'll wait to see when you know the final verdict comes oh oh well he got off that oh well you know it should have been first degree but they took it down to you know like um even in like that you know brianna taylor case when they said wanton endangerment or something uh you know saying like you know they are prosecuting the cops for shooting at the walls yeah. <laughs> not not at, I, you know the people who you know not at the, the woman who was killed in her own house <laughs> yeah you know yeah, what i'm mean? like yeah. uh, and you know I, I hope i'm not you know quoting this wrong but you know like there's there's cases like that are in the history books like um you know that that talk about us having to not only like fight for our lives to matter, but to fight for our lives being human. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, I think, you know, Plessy versus Ferguson was talking about like us, 
you know if you're like one eighth you know black you're considered black you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying like and you know uh we used to have growing up in you know Jim Jim Crow era you know if you had an opportunity to vote your vote didn't count it as, as a full vote you yeah. know there's there were so many things growing up I mean you know we've we've been wrestling with a right for a significance for 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 quite some time and you know I'm a, I'm a history of the game like I've been fortunate enough to bless that you know not only did I go to HBCU the same HBCU as you brother yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out to UMES UMES right yes yep Hulk, Hulk Pride Hulk Pride catch it, catch it. <laughs> catch it. <laughs> Not only, not only that, you know what I'm saying? Both my parents went to A&T. My, my granddad, you know, he he went to Winston-Salem State and, and A&T. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I got, you know, I got, like, HBCU in my blood. I got, you know, you know, I believe I'm part of that attempt. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, my parents did a, a great job of, you know, you know, making me aware of, you know, uh, some of the injustices and and giving me you know true history so um I, when i see how others have reacted that's probably been like the most interesting thing to me okay you know uh seeing how others have reacted you know yeah. like i feel like some folks are like you know kind of late to the game okay and they're like oh man like can you believe i'm like like where have you been you know what i'm saying like this is yeah. this is this isn't new. This is this has been going on. You know what I mean? Like we need when they when they start talking about you know criminal justice reform like we need we need to examine the whole system and I I had to at one point I think it was after George Floyd like I ended up like having like a long talk with another one of our brothers from the shore who's like a lawyer now because I was curious on like the whole system on how you know how uh, criminal justice systems when a case is brought before if they decide if it's going to be before a judge or a jury okay you know um, and he was telling me about that whole process and you know, to be honest with you, man, I've, I've really got interested in law. Mm. Uh, like, I don't know if, you know, a law degrees in my future. Um, I definitely don't have the money for it. <laughs> but yeah, that's a lot of schooling, right? Yeah, you know, um, it, it wouldn't be convenient, but it, it is something that it, uh, I've, I've become interested in because, um, like, one of my, uh, one of my, um, barber friends told me one time he's like you know you you know what the problem is now what you gonna do about it yeah. and, and you know we need to be about that action a lot of times we we like to talk about this and that but you know what I'm saying we need to be about that action wow that's absolutely man um and, and I, I, I uh I wanted to share this with uh with the listeners man and um uh, it's this concept called vicarious uh, trauma, uh, vicarious traumatic um, stressors. Yeah. And so basically, it's saying that again, kind of what we was talking about, like the systemic racism and maybe individual racist acts. 
Um, so e I might not necessarily have to see it, but you know, me viewing um, videos of um, the police brutalities or killing of black people, um, you know, we, we can talk about the one of uh, George Floyd, uh, even though I didn't necessarily have to ex experience it. Um, but you know, again, seeing it, and again, it's, it's available to see, or you know, you can watch it on YouTube, you can watch it on the media, CNN, and all this stuff, they'll always show it. But I mean, I, I can, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, hey, CNN, they, they're just showing it because they really care. But again, it's affecting us, um, especially people of the black people, um, you know, in a traumatic way. Um, because again, it's showing that, you know, for one, our lives don't matter, and also that this can happen to me and there'd be no consequences, you know what I mean? So like, I don't necessarily have to sometimes experience these or have it directly happen to me, but we can't, it's because I can visually see it and, and, and I can see it over and over again, that it's almost like I've experienced that to, me, to, that, to act under me. Um, Cause again, the, the concept of uh, vicarious, um, you know, trauma and stuff, man. So- Yeah, um, you, you know what though, man? Like, yeah. um, I think Will Smith, you know, said it. he was like, you know, like, you know, all these things that are taking place, you know, they've been going on forever, but now they're just getting recorded, you know, and uh, it's, it's, it's unfortunate facts of life, you know, uh, especially if you, you're growing up as, as a black man, uh, you know, that there's, you know, it's, it's almost like an extra cross that you bury that you carry, you know what I mean? And um, I, I I, think that sometimes you have to be faced with unfortunate truths. Like, I'm, I'm not here to say, if, you know what I'm saying, like CNN, MSNBC, you know, or Fox or whatever, if they're, you know, really for me or not. Um, but uh, when things, you know, come to the light, it does give each and every each and every person an opportunity to decide how they're going to respond. Mm -hmm. uh, I, you know, before I, I started, you know, my new position, I was um, I was working in more of like a Christian setting, and um, you know, I've I've had an opportunity to as a man of God, you know, uh, a minister and all that. I've had an opportunity to witness, like, you know, or or, or befriend a, a lot of, you know, you know, my my white brothers and sisters in Christ and stuff. And you know, similarly, it's just been interesting to see how um, some have responded and some haven't. Um, that's that's another thing you know, like you know I feel like in some instances uh, you know the change has to come within sometimes it has to come from you know a grassroots movement sometimes it has to come from within you know so it's it's almost like you know some a burden that we should all be carrying but um, you know at that point in time as, as I started like writing a book um, I started writing a book around the time that um, my daughter was born and it's, it's been on pause for a little bit, but it was dealing with, you know, how theology 
and social justice kind of come to a head, hmm. you know, and the challenges of, you know, me being a black man, Christian being uh, torn on if I'm going to, you know, go down this this rabbit hole of social justice, this never ending rabbit hole of social justice or stay focused on the cross. Mm. Um, and it seems like, you know, or the world would tell you that you would have to. Choose. But the truth is that, you know, I serve a God who very much believes in justice and that you know he is the judge and we will all have to take an account so um you know but for my white brothers and sisters you know their challenge may not necessarily be you know going down a rabbit hole if you will their challenge would be are they going to you know embrace their white privilege over taking on the mantle of, uh, you know, engaging this injustice that's taking place. Because a lot of them, you know, if they could be real with themselves, they can't turn a blind eye to what they see. Mm. It may be an inconvenient truth for them, but it's there. And you can't discount but how many incidents some of them there may be more or less gray area but some of them are pretty obvious and blatant gotcha gotcha all right so 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 uh for you you know seeing this uh uh, <laughs> uh racism man and seeing uh people look like you you know being treated uh, unfairly um, for you, you kind of cope with it by relying on your higher power and your higher power in a sense to help you through it. Uh, you know, <laughs> um, gotcha. I, I, you know, I like to, you know, take like an all of the above approach. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I, I still have some other coping mechanisms. I'd love to tell you that I just rely solely on the word. Yeah. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like. You know, I, I'm i also, you know, uh, as a family man, I got to make sure I protect my family as well. You know, I feel like that's a charge that's been given me as a head of the household. So, you know, I also believe in, you know, self-defense to a certain degree. And, you know, that's why, you know, I, I, I've got some, some firearms as well. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I definitely wanted to just, you know, see how you wanted to bring that up. Because, again, this podcast is all about, you know, self-improvement and uh, want to encourage us in ways that they can, um, you know, cope through a lot of the stuff that we're dealing with. But you know what, man? Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, uh, honestly, man, one of the most therapeutic things I do is is the gardening. I can't I can't talk about that enough. There's something pretty cool about, you know, just being able to, you know, nurture, water, uh, cultivate, prune, you know, some plants, a lot of time from seeds. And, you know, I I don't really get into like the the gardening aspect of like the pretty plants. That's not my thing. You know, I like to, you know, get into like the herbs and vegetables and and fruit and things of that nature um i guess because it kind of goes hand in hand with like 
sustainability as well but um that's that was that's something that's like really therapeutic for me is that gotcha okay cool man i i uh you know i think um yeah <clears throat> i uh and this is for me man how, how i cope with <laughs> with with that with all of it man it's just uh trying to turn the, the source of the uh of the information like sometimes i try to turn off the media uh <clears throat> and um for me, one of the toughest things that I had difficulty with is trusting, you know, because again, um, you know, you see all the Black Lives Matter, you see mm-hmm. people, all these other ethnic groups coming in and they saying that, you know, and racism. It was just kind of like trusting to see if it was, if they were sincere uh, right. about it or if it was just more done to win an election. You know what I mean? Right, right. Uh, so, you know. <laughs> So, I mean, that was kind of like one of my biggest, uh, that's why I was so skeptical of it. Like, hey, I don't know if this is really, people are really being genuine, like they really want to end it, or is it more because this is, I'm going to use somebody else's pain, um, you know, as a, as a way of an agenda or getting what I want, um, or getting a person, took a person out of office. So right. I kind of had a real hard time with right. trying to get behind that and go out, you know, and pick it in and stuff like that. So, I, I feel you on that, Matt. I guess, you know, something that's, you know, I, I followed throughout, you know, like, you know, Jesus, he, he said that if they are not against us, they are therefore with us. And I mean, that's like a hard line to draw. But I mean, you know, sometimes people try to make it out like, you know, you got, you know, two political parties and, um, you know, they're both inherently evil and corrupt and choose your poison. And, you know, I'm not trying to persuade anyone, you know, persuade anyone to vote one way or another. But, you know, when you when you start looking from the standpoint of like some of their, you know, the things they do, you can really tell that they are against you you know what i'm saying like and then other people they may be pandering to you you know what i'm saying but like we need to get with it man we need to get hip you know what i'm saying like you know the word also told us to to be as uh what as uh wise as serpents but as harmless as doves doves yeah yeah gotcha like, I mean, we, we got to get with it. I mean, everybody out here in this world is, is playing chess. So what we look like playing Uno, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. like, like get with it. I mean, I don't know if that's like, you know, keep your friends close, keep your enemies closer. Like, be woke, understand what's going on out in the world. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't take a lazy approach. A lazy approach is I can't trust anyone. I can't. <laughs> You know, uh, everybody's out to get me. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's for me. I don't want to watch the news. I don't want to watch anything. You know what I'm saying? I can't trust anything. I don't know what to do. Is It is what it is. Everything is, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? At some point in time, you need to, you know, stand for something. Like, mm-hmm. like uh, you know, um, <laughs> another thing that made help me make it through 2020 um, because uh, the the musical uh, Hamilton came to Disney Plus, 
So, I mean, I was listening to that soundtrack like all of 2020, just about. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, one of the things that, you know, Hamilton said to Aaron Burr, he's like, you know, if, if you don't stand for, if you stand for anything, if, I don't forget, I forget, I'm messing up how he put it, but like pretty much if you don't. If you don't stand for anything, what will you stand for? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, got you. Okay. I messed it up. I butchered it. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, like, you got to make some tough decisions. And uh, you know what? You, you may be wrong at some point. You just mess up to it. Like, you know, my, my stance on this, I was wrong. And be willing to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I think, um, you know, I, I think, like, uh, cope with the, uh, to cope with it, especially, you know, seeing these, um, again, we don't necessarily see it that often, I guess, not since since last year, uh, but, you know, racism does definitely, uh, you know, it, it still does exist. And I believe that, you know, black people here in America have some, some specific and some unique experiences, um, to say the least. But, I mean, for saying that, I feel like, you know, a lot of us, you know, even though we went through it, we're definitely resilient. Uh, like you said, we kind of had an extra uh, cross to, to, to carry. And, um, you know, I know that um, it's this thing called um, risk factors and protective factors. You know, like risk, risk factors could be like, hey, born in a, um, uh, I guess born in a um, single family home or born in a uh, low economic, uh, I guess, community. Um, you know, maybe having a family members on substance or maybe have a family member who has a serious mental health uh, issue and again though those are putting us on, on risk factors to, to deal with um, mm-hmm. uh, issues as we go forth but you know kind of like what you said man one of the things that helped me was the positive self-talk and the, the uh, affirmations because if you see yourself as you know continually being a victim you know again even the victim of uh, police brutality or the community victim of not having uh, economic uh, advancements or even with like housing, um, you know, you, you might start feeling helpless. But, you know, I definitely get what you're saying, like, you know, standing up for something. But, but you know, I think through all that, you know, kind of what you were saying, you know, maybe believing in your higher power or something higher than you is, um, you know, maybe like doing those positive self-affirmations, you know, um, saying something positive about yourself, um, you know, combating those negative thoughts that could uh that you might feel or that you might think about yourself again because you might see yourself as a particular race that is not the most you know the most dominant one or the one that's the race that might seem like to be the most victimized to be able to you know speak to yourself and encourage yourself um that you are you know that you do have value um is definitely helpful to kind of like overcome those negative thoughts or negative stereotypes that you might hear about your particular you know what i mean your particular race and stuff definitely good as well absolutely man you know what man i i I just want to say like i don't it it may just be you know the the burden that i carry and Mm -hmm. i feel that it is a burden that i carry you know what i'm saying like i always you know felt like you know there was greatness in me that i'm a leader and that there was just you know like whatever the case is i always feel like i'm you know being called to like stand up or something um but you know there's different ways that we can like make impacts Mm -hmm. i'm saying like you we can all make impacts from wherever we are you know i I believe that god has wired us all in such a way 
that you know our gifts can be you know stirred up and like work in concert i'm saying like so if my lane is you know uh a a socio-political in in nature you know what i'm saying uh and maybe a next man's lane is you know uh more nurturing in nature you know what i'm saying like that's okay but i feel like the the problem with social media is you know you got all of these influencers and if someone's not in their lane they're bashing them Mm. you know what i mean like yeah like we need we need uh a sean king we need a dr umar we need a kamala harris you know what i'm saying we need all of those things like you know what i'm saying you, you can't you can't just think that there's only one right to, way to do things like my gifts will make room for me in places that yours won't and vice versa so why, why, why do you think we have difficulty coming together i guess and why do you think we might um <laughs> look down or, or be critical of the next person um man a, a brother know, that looks just like us and and i, I hate that i I really hate that I, you know, I, I talk in this context, but I, I'm just talking, I guess, specifically in, you know, the black community. Yeah. Um, like, I, I think it goes back to Willie Lynch, man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Willie Lynch, you know, y'all do y'all's research if y'all haven't heard of him. We are in Black History Month right now. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. he he had a system in place where every part of the black community was turned upside down and against each other but the main main cog in the whole concept of you know Willie Lynch was you know the breaking of the black man mm-hmm. so that's why you look in a lot of black homes you know there's so much dysfunction in the household you know what I'm saying like I guess the the biggest jump in that took place, you know, after MLK was assassinated. But, you know, there's always been um, discord of some sort, you know, all throughout time. You know, you know, light-skinned brothers having a problem with dark-skinned brothers, you know, country folks having a problem with city folks. And, you know, whatever it was that made us different and unique, we despise that in someone else. So, so I mean, kind of like what you're saying is kind of like that whole uh, generational trauma in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, for something that happened, I don't want to let it come out, like 1850 or 1860? Or to come out in the 1800s, uh, wherever it came out, for us to still be dealing with that now, well, not like the 1700s. It's, it's over, it's over, um, I believe, 400 years old, you know, the lunch thing gotcha so man so so man so that is <laughs> traumatic and that's saying a lot that you know something that uh, was strategically done like that and for us to still be mm-hmm. dealing with that right now you know what i mean wow that that says a wow i mean think, a, think about like you know civil rights um, era you know what i'm saying like you know, like the the way the you know MLK operated and moved was different from the way that 
you know, Malcolm moved and Stokely Carmichael and the Black Panthers and uh, Marcus Garvey. You know what I'm saying? Like, they all really had their own different lanes and whatnot. But we, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it wasn't perfect. So there wasn't one narrative, you know, (laughs) that was going on, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? There were some different thought processes. But we have to not let those differences be a stumbling block. You know what I'm saying? Like, we need to be able to accept each other's differences. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm, I might go to the barbershop or I might go somewhere else. And, you know, I have, like, these good conversations. And I'm building, I'm building with, you know, Muslim brothers and all sort of people of different beliefs and stuff like that, like, you know we we can talk about these things you know what i'm saying like like the differences should not be the things that like divide us and and i think what you you made a good point is that we have to be aware of it we have to be cognitive of you know of exactly like what it is that is maybe dividing us and um being able to you know identify and by that with, you know, with it identifying and know exactly what it is, hopefully, you know, we can work through it and not let us, like you said, let us stop us and, um, man, bring us together. And you could, it, it, if you say that, right, I could say that racism could almost be used to further divide us. Bruh. So I give you an example. So like, if the Bible says that, I ain't gonna go there. But anyway, so yeah, so you can even say like racism could be used to further divide us from each other, because at the end of the day, you know, it might become a time we need another person that's a different race than us. Ooh, you know what I mean? I mean, um, for to, to 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 combat whatever might come that we, you know, you know, whatever. Well, I don't want to go conspiracy theory, but uh, no, nah, but I'm saying like yeah, like it almost like this type of stuff could be used in a way to kind of, you know, like I said, for, I don't want to keep reiterating it, but it's further, uh, you know, divide us as a group of collective, um, you know, people. <clears throat> um, so that's, that's, that's definitely interesting. So basically what I got from what you said is the more we are aware of something, if something that could be problematic, if we got an issue with, I don't know, our girlfriend, we got an issue with ourselves, we got an issue with our mother, if we got some type of art with our brother, you know, the moment we become aware of that, you know, we can, uh, if we honest with ourselves, we can effectively deal with it and kind of like make the best decision. But if if we're not, we just we're just going off the smash. Wow, wow, man! Look, so so look, man. So um, one of the things you kept bringing up, man, I really appreciate, man, was, was your faith, and it seemed mm-hmm. like that's very important to you, right? And uh, one of the things that I was perplexed by was, you know, because again, we're, we're uh, at home and uh, during this pandemic, a lot of churches have just closed themselves and they're right. just um, online. Mm-hmm. Right? Hey, whatever. whatever. So, hey, um, so I was perplexed. I was confused of like, why are, and I mean, this is the black pastors and uh, I'm confused. Like, why are they telling us to go vote? And and also, why are you telling us to go vote for Democrats and Democrats are for um, abortion and a lot of other uh, stuff, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's contrary to the word of God. 
So I'm like, you know, you guys, it's like, it's like, it's you are a contradiction right now. <laughs> like, so how can, um, you know, for one, I mean, that if you are, you know, if you believe in God, believe in higher power, whatever the higher power is, um, you know, why are we concerned about who's in office? Because, you know, more our faith should be more on pleasing, you know, pleasing God. And I think it was book of man, one of them books, I'm a book of uh book of Saul or whatever, when Israel said they wanted a king like the uh, other nations and then God gave it to them. So <laughs> this is something that God didn't even want for Israel. Why are you telling us to be up ahead and go voting? And then you're telling us to vote for a party that's um, you know, that's supporting things that's contrary to, you know, to the word of God. So I guess with that being said, man, my question to you is, uh, you might not be the answer, you know, no, nobody knows the full answer this, but what do you think uh, about the state of the church right now doing this, <laughs> through all this uh, pandemic, man? Do you think, is it a better place, the church? Or do you think we at the same place? Or do you think we are the, the, the body of Christ and the, I guess, I don't know, the church in general? Do you think that it is a, is that a worse place compared to a couple of years ago? Man, you gave me a lot to unpack there, man. But I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take it back to you know, Ebenezer Baptist in Atlanta first. You know what I'm saying? Oh, with, 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 uh, with, well, before with, that, it was Martin Luther King. You know what I'm saying? Like Martin okay. Luther King. You know, like, like yeah. the the black church has always been, um, multifaceted. You know what I'm saying? Like the okay. black church has always been like a lifeline. It always has been uh, a place of hope, more so than any other race. You know, the, the black church needed to be a place of hope. You know, a lot of folks who are against, you know, Christianity, they say Christianity is white man's religion or whatever. You know, what they're also discounting is the fact that, you know, Christianity helped the slaves endure through, you know, their hardships and into in many cases some some form of prospering now though the persecution has has continued um like that that source of faith has has always been uh something that has built you know resiliency in our community um and you know the 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 church you know spurned by you know mlk was uh, a centerpiece in, you know, the civil rights movement. Um, and, you know, one of the people that MLK took under his wings also, um, you know, from that church was um, John Lewis. You know what I'm saying? And he was one of the biggest proponents for voting rights. You know what I'm saying? He was one of those folks that got, you know, beat down on that Edwin Pettus Bridge, you know, in Selma and whatnot. Um, but went on to be one of the, you know, prolific congressmen of this country. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, we, we, you know, carried this burden for a while. We, just like me being a, a black man and me being a Christian, you know, are, are two different identifying factors about me. You know, the, the black church never had the luxury of just being a place of worship. 
it, it has always been more, mm. you know, whether it's been, you know, uh, a place that was uh, about uh, empowerment, education, a place that was about like, you know, feeding the community, restoring the community. Like there's always been more burden on, you know, the black church and it's not perfect. You know what I'm saying? Like there's some slick pastors out there doing some things that they shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I hate it if we glorify those things. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of great work that's still being done out there, even in the midst of a pandemic. And, you know, to be honest with you, with this election cycle, I, I was I was pretty nervous, man. Cause I'm like, dang, we need more people than ever to get out and vote this this time around, and we're in the middle of a pandemic. You know what I'm saying? I was worried that, you know, folks was going to be shook. People was going to be like, nah, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? But we overcame it, you know, through like the mail-in system and, you know, some other things. Um, So uh, now when you start talking about what political parties stand for, I, I, I go back to that, you know, playing chess instead of checkers. You know what I mean? Like you, you got to, you got to make decisions based off of your research and make informed decisions. Like I could have, we could have a whole nother pod, you know, that deals with politics, bro. We, we really could. But I think that it's crazy with all of the things that are on the line with you picking one candidate over another that we always want to boil it down to what is their stance on abortion. And, you know, to also approach that from a theological standpoint, you know, there was a few times throughout history where, um, you know, societies were governed by a church state and those were the most corrupt states in all time. You know what I'm saying? Like, one that comes in mind is like, uh, Constantine, you know, when he was, you know, uh, emperor during Roman times, he like made everyone Christians. And like, it was one of the most corrupt times because like one of the fundamental things about, you know, our faith system is we serve a free will God. We don't, we don't become Christians and he sets our life on autopilot till we die. You know what I'm saying? Like, he gives us a, a right to still make any decisions, good decisions, bad decisions. He's long suffering. He gives us an opportunity to, uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of times he has to give us a, de- a detour since we, we, we made a wrong turn. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's one of, you know, the, I mean, I could praise him right now off that, man, for real. Let me ask you this. So, um, again, because I'm not, you know, I just wanted to present the yes, question sir. to you and have dialogue, you know. Um, so, why even participate in it? Because if you're, I definitely get what you're saying. And uh, so, somebody tell me, you know, you're, you're picking the less of two evils. And we, you know, we just have a conversation. So, I guess one Not of you. the things that just kind of baffled me was, like, why, why are you it's almost like starting to think that you guys have gotten paid to do a certain thing. Because if you look at what you're supposed to represent, why would you even participate in it? Like if it's, (laughs) 
You know what I mean? Like if you 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 tell me that you trust God, uh, you know, uh, uh-huh. trust God, do everything right. Um, you know, you got to live uh-huh. right. You know, you got to uh-huh. do such and such. Don't do this. Don't do that. So it's almost like you contradict. You know, and again, we're not. Yeah. We just have, you know have a dialogue and and um, uh, to make people aware. But it's almost like you contradict <laughs> the, even the word of God that you even um, that you even you know sharing. Um, with how you telling us to vote in a certain party, it's almost like don't even say you know, just tell you to vote. But <laughs> why tell us to vote for a specific party when you know what I mean? This party is blatantly saying stuff that's contrary to what you're preaching us about God. You know well, what I mean? like I said, you know, there's there's no such thing as like being a, a, a single. You know, I, I don't I don't think someone should be a, a single issue voter. That's that's what I was saying. You know, because I believe that that God is very much he's just as he he is not pleased. He is not even tolerant of the uh, the injustice that is being put. The persecution is being put on his creation. When you start talking about when you start talking about uh what Jesus looks like and you see where he came from he looks a lot more like me than he he probably looked like Donald Trump you know what I'm saying and to the to to think that you know there are people who are being uh discriminated against like God cares very much about social justice he cares very much about that and like I said these people are gonna have to take account for that how are you going to say, you know, how are you going to say that all lives matter, but black lives don't? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, mm. someone who is like talking about uh, being pro-life, you know, they might say, how are you going to say that, you know, black lives matter, but black babies don't? So that, that might be their point. And to them, mm. I say, well, that's a racist statement because there's people of all races who are having abortions you know what I'm saying but my job as a believer as a Christian as a minister is to love people through whatever decisions that they make and to teach them the right ways so that they can make the right decision but there are other policies that are directly affecting my pockets there are other policies that are directly affecting my communities. There are other policies that are directly affecting the education that my child's getting. There are other policies that are directly affecting my environment. And all of those things matter because I'm a citizen of the United States of America. I have a right to vote. So I'm going to make a decision on those things. You got one party that is against, you know, that is trying to deregulate everything. So now... It's, this is the, the least safe time throughout any time in history for me to be eating a hamburger. We don't know what diseases, what tumors, what sort of anything is in it because they're trying to deregulate that. This is, we're in a time where like they're <laughs> they're trying to get rid of Black History Month in, in states. There are states that they can opt out of it. You know what I'm saying? The president just left office. Mm. 
is literally trying to rewrite the history books. He is literally trying to rewrite the history books. Those things deal with legislation. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you gotta you you gotta be involved in the process and know what's going on out there. Stop with the lazy stances. Gotcha. So so so, so just kind of being more involved because, like you said, it's more issue than a single issue than than uh you know than abortion or whatever that issue might be for you. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like. Okay, you 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 claim to be pro life. You you may not even be pro life. You claim to be pro life. What else you got for me? What else you got for me that's gonna affect me in my everyday life? You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, gotcha. Should it not be each person's decision? You know what I'm saying? We serve a free will God. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like doesn't make it doesn't make it right or wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, what else do you have for me? I have, like, a whole life to live outside of that one issue. I'm sorry. I'm getting hyped, man. You know what I'm saying? We start talking politics, but... Yeah, we... We get uh, Yeah, I was just... Uh, yeah, I was like, man, man, man. It's all love, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I was just, I was just, just uh, yeah, man. I was just asking, just bringing that, asking that, you know, asking that question. Um, bring it to you because you know you're talking a lot about, you know, about your <laughs> particular faith, man. And uh, was just one of the, um, <laughs> the observations. So uh, I am independent. I'm not sitting up here and say. Uh, uh, and that's what I would be if I ran for office. That's what I would be if I ran for office. What's that? Yeah, I mean, I might call on a lot of things, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you not get my vote on every issue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I, I, I mean, Bernie, I he's... I <laughs> Bernie's independent. Say it again. Okay, no. I, I thought he was a nah, he's, he's independent. Know you know what I'm saying? Like... Like you're not getting his vote on all issues, you know what I'm saying? Like he might caucus, but that's part of playing the game. That's part of playing the chess match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta, mean, gotta compromise, huh? Catch Gotcha. All right, man. Um, so uh, go ahead and um, go ahead and uh, start closing up, man. Anything you want to plug? Man? Any last? Bro, I appreciate having you having me on, man. Um. For those of you all who are listening to uh, this podcast, I want y'all to know um, a fun fact about Carter, man. The dude can actually ball, man. Dude, he, he can actually ball a little something, man. <laughs> we used to ball on the show all the time, man. <laughs> but no, uh, no, nah, nah, for real. Um, I would love for y'all to check out my podcast as well. It's called the Think Tank Podcast with Randy Hayes. And, you know, um, you know, we talk on a number of issues. We, we uh, I'm going to be having Carter on my next podcast. We'll talk over mental health, but we've talked about guns. You know, we've talked about being black man. We're going to talk about holistic eating. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're going to be talking about gardening. We're going to be talking about everything because I'm about, you know, improving in all aspects of my life. And I'm really just bringing y'all along for my journey. 
Got you, got you, man. Look, I, I look forward to uh, to coming um, to, to partner with you, man. Definitely look forward to that. <laughs> uh, to being a guest, man. And um, yeah, I, I think this is this is uh, good, man. One of the things that stuck out, and um, a couple of things stuck out, just like we say, man, just being more aware, uh, introspection, kind of like what you said that you did on this during the uh, pandemic, um, educating yourself, and also just being more aware of. You know, that could be, mm. I don't know, anything of your triggers or uh, things that you, you know, need to work on. If it's relationship issues, being more aware of it and, and what it is exactly you need to do. And like you said, man, being educating yourself, you know, the resources, um, knowing stuff about different political parties. So if that's even about yourself, um, just get reconnected with yourself, you know, no matter what it is, you know, just kind of. Um, you know, making that enlightenment of yourself and being more aware of it can help you to be resilient and also to overcome your challenges. Yes, sir. And that's what the Carter Show is all about. So, <laughs> all right, Randy. Love you, man. Peace. <laughs>